Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people pleasing, how to gain massive self-worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life, and most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. This episode is so, so special because I am sitting across from the one and only Brittany Barcelos. And if you don't know Brittany, well, let me tell you. The other day I was telling Derek, my husband, about Brittany because they don't know each other very well and we're going to hang out together soon. And I was just getting him all excited and like describing who Brittany is. And I was like, oh my God, babe, she's so amazing. She's small, but powerful and mighty. And she is so amazing at really making other people feel seen. I feel like she's so good at making other people feel seen and being so present with them. And at the same time, she... (laughs) You're staring deep into my eyes. I I feel so seen right now. Like, girl, you are giving me my own medicine. (laughs) I'm about to cry. Like, continue. (laughs) Yeah, so she has... I feel like she's able to, to really... Like the ways that I've seen her grow over the last two years has been absolutely incredible. And the gift that she has to bring is that she is so anchored in her truth and her depth and has such wisdom and value, not only from like everything that she's experienced over the past couple of years, but also in just who she is as a person. And she's able to like, she's the kind of person where when you're with her, the relationship is like you just reflect off of each other and show each other how amazing and incredible you are. And that that energy is unlike anything that I've really ever experienced. Mm. So she's a very, very special person. And on my bachelorette party, she was the twerk queen mm. and got me up on stage That's right. with the band to dance. Yes. Like, she is the friend that will go so deep and play so hard. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the main themes in my life. And so I'm just so grateful to introduce you, Brittany, oh, to wow. the podcast. I mean, <laughs> let's go. That intro was, that's it. I'm done. Like, you hand me that recording, <laughs> I'll put it in my pocket for life. I am so excited to be here. Um, I feel like. Melissa deserves her own intro in the way that I see her and the light that, you know, I see and in who we are together, I think is one of my favorite things that you've touched on is like, ooh, like we're good on our own, but together there's this, um, there's this fire and passion and depth and joy. And I always feel like in your space, I can be fully seen. And for anyone listening, if you deeply see people, it's so refreshing and unique to have people really see you too. So thank you for that intro. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. 
take that forever and listen to it when I forget and I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited for you to be here. We were just talking earlier before we started recording about how our intention is to really open up the door for you listening to see what it's like to be in conversation with us Mm. inside of a friendship that is so deep and healthy and loving and expansive and like when we're together, we are channels. Like mm-hmm. we have so many wisdoms and downloads that come through and our conversations are always like the most fulfilling thing ever. Yeah. So I'm excited for you listening to be able to get a taste of that. Mm-hmm. And also to see like an example of what's possible for you if you're calling in soulful friendships with women who are on walking the same path as you on a healing journey or on a journey of like, self-discovery, growth, development, all of these things. And that's why we really wanted to have conversation because it's one thing to collaborate with women and to come on and speak, but what does it look like when we remove all of the hats and the expectations and we just show up in the truth of who we are? And this is so much of what our friendship has been about, Melissa, that I feel like most women really crave. but it's so hard to find when you're not willing to be the match for it in a way. And one of the best things about our conversations and why I'm excited for this is because we give each other permission to be our fullest selves. And we have some stories for (laughs) you guys, but this has like, it amplified me personally, you personally, our businesses, the way that we show up in the world, the way that we, get in connection with other friends, like our everything. Bring us, because you just made me think of something, like a moment that I'll never forget. And it was at your bachelorette party, which was not that long ago, mm-hmm. kind of feels like it, but where you were very intentional about the space that we created there. And like, I, I will say like, that was one of the most healing, expansive, fun, trips that I've ever been on but I think it's because you were so intentional so can you tell us oh my gosh like a little more about how you cultivated that yes oh my gosh well it's been a long time coming um we can get into another another podcast about this on like healing from friendships but in the past I I've never felt like 100% safe in a friendship and so I've been really doing a lot of work over the past, I would say, year to two years on healing and cleaning up my side of the street and really getting super clear about what it is that I want in a friendship and what I have to bring into a friendship. And also just like healing and owning all parts of myself. Like there is there is a side of me, like part of me is I am very intentional. Like mm-hmm. I really, I'm so picky and I really choose the exact people that I want to have in my life. And I also, I mean, I'm not perfect, but a lot of the times, like the decisions that I make are so intentional. And I, in choosing the friends that I have, it's so important to me that we're all in alignment and we're all on the same page. And so when I did plan my bachelorette party, honestly, it was in the beginning, I was like so nervous about it. Like back in March 
I was thinking about who I would want to come. I was still kind of like developing relationships with the girls that I have that are close to me now. I mean, even me. Yes. Right? Like we've developed this. Within the past like season. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so um, I was really nervous because when you're planning a bachelorette party and a wedding, there's a lot of pressure. Yes. Like my husband went on a bachelorette party to Miami and took like 10 of, or (laughs) (laughs) a bachelor party with like 10 of his friends. And I was like, oh my God, I have to live up to that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. not, that's not what I wanted. And so my desire was to really like really like bring this new version of me that I have been stepping into of like intentional, soulful, heartfelt, like heart connection present. And then also so fun. Like let's just have the best time ever and let's experience, let's heal like in this experience, my intention is to heal past friendship traumas where it hasn't been safe to be in a group on a girl's trip like this mm-hmm. and then create an experience where actually this gets to be so healthy for every single person here and we are we are celebrating each other and loving each other and that experience in and of itself is deeply healing mm-hmm. for everyone because yes. everyone I feel like so many people have sister wounds yes and so what happened was when I got to the um when we got to our Airbnb it was my our other friend Tori and I drove up and um, I was like feeling a little anxiety. I was like, Oh my gosh, I hope there's no drama. I hope everyone just gets along. I hope everyone's fun. And I was like, actually, no, I have the power to set the tone for this. And so the day that Brit, Brit, you and Brit, our other friend, Brit Lee arrived, I was like, okay, we need to like clear some shit and set some boundaries and set some intentions not in a bad way, but like I am, li- I was literally creating the vibe. Yes. Director of vibes yes. is what that was your my goal. name was. Your title. Yeah. But yeah. our, like in our friendship group, that was what I was called. And I wanted the celebration of my bachelorette to be about me and our love and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But also just like inviting every single one of our friends into this beautiful space where we all get to heal together and have the best time ever and like mm. deeply love each other. Oof. So yeah, we, I said my intention and I was like, all right, now everyone go in a circle and say what your intention is. And all of our intentions came true. Yeah. Like, and, and when they unfolded in real time, we'd be like, oh, this is it. And yes. Like, celebrating those moments. And I think, you know, for anyone listening, that's such a good tip for anything in your life, but especially with friendships, like Melissa just set an intention or had us set intentions before this podcast. What does it look like when you set the tone, when you create the vibe and you create a space where it's very intentional? And I think because it was that way, I mean, I've never been to a bachelorette or like we are setting intentions before (laughs) all else. And it just, I think what it allowed for all of us is to feel safe in that space and to heal. And like for me, the healing was really through expression and expansion. And sometimes when we look at this healing space, we think it's like this heavy connotation, right? Like, oh God, we're going to like come together and heal. But 
what's so beautiful about getting in a space of women who who understand their own process and work is healing can actually be so fun and so liberating and so expansive. And I believe that because we were so open to being all of us and because each and every one of us has moved through our own inner work and shadows and allowed ourselves to be embodied in who we are. It was like, we came together, y'all. We were like walking down the streets of Vail <laughs> and heads were turning, like not just because we looked good with our go-go boots, but because of the energy that we allowed ourselves to carry. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. and you know, it's really interesting, like when when we were just talking about that, what was coming up for me was, and this is a topic that, I definitely want to dive into is leadership. Mm. And I feel that like when you, when you are the friend who's like, let's set the intention, Mm. you're like, this is what I am declaring is, is like, you're basically like setting the container and that, like you were saying, that felt so safe for you because I clearly was like, like when I was said my intention was I want to deeply feel from my heart and connect with each and every one of you on an even deeper level and like come together in love and also have the best time ever. There was no room for drama. There was no room for getting blacked out, shit faced and, and like, not that that's a bad thing. Right. And their drama and friction isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I was like, this container is so high vibe and so Mm. loving that like, like you, you're like, you're coming into my experience yeah. and like, I'm holding you in that and I'm holding you to that. I'm holding you accountable for that. Right. And like, feel like that is such a, an expression and demonstration of leadership. Yes. Where it's like, this is what I'm standing for. This is what's possible for us. Let's go there together. And I'm so excited. Are you in? Will you give us a little intro? Yeah. Um, okay. So who's Brittany Barcelos? Who is she? I mean, she is so many things um, in this world of entrepreneurship. I have really um, stepped into leadership and business mentorship and What I have found in my path even before entrepreneurship is that I've always been a leader and it's similar to what you just said. It's like you like leaders, they don't even need the title. They don't even know sometimes that they are the leader, but they are. There's just something about who they are being um, and, and what they see in others that I think just leaves an impact. And so I grew up always knowing I was some sort of a leader on all my sports teams, like default, whether I wanted it or not, like people would, um, and it's, and here's the thing about leadership. It's not, it's not following a leader. It's like a leader really holds the intention, Mm -hmm. the frequency of the desire and bring, and knows how to bring people with them, knows how to unlock the potential in others by unlocking it in themselves. And so for me, this has been really my path. And now I really help women step into their own 
self-leadership so that their businesses can explode, their lives feel, feel deeply fulfilling. Um, and I do a lot of other things, but I think what I'm really stepping into right now in leadership is self-expression. And like, what does it look like when as women who are naturally leaders, we decide first that we get to walk this path as fully expressed as possible, knowing that that's going to completely heal, transmute, and liberate those around us. Mm. Yeah. Mic drop. I mean, can we, mic, can we drop this mic? I don't think so. Oh my God, I love that so much. Yeah. yeah. I just like, I am in awe of the way that you lead. And like your, your, um, would you say it's like your signature program is called Lead Her? Yes. Lead Her, which is yes. just so potent in and of itself. The name yeah. is so beautiful. What's so interesting is Lead Her, it started as a signature program and it started as a space for women to come together to fully be seen in all of them, in their power, in their process, and become more of who they are alongside other powerful women leaders. And what started happening is lead her over the past, let's see, I started it in January of 2020. The idea got totally downloaded while I was in Maui. And since then it has actually become more of a movement and a brand and, and much more than just a program. But what I think is so important about if anyone is business owners or starting their own passion or building a brand in any way, shape, or form, that our brand and our message and our impact truly becomes an extension of who we are. It is the expression of who we are. And so as I was building this brand, the more I stepped into my expression, the bigger the brand expanded. And oftentimes this is really scary. I know you have felt this mm -hmm. where, because we also have a deep core need to be accepted and connected with people. And so when we tie these two together, this is us, this is our brand, this is our mission in the world. And this is our need to be accepted and connected. Sometimes we dilute the potency of our work because the more me I am, in my business, in my work, in my message, the more chances I have to be abandoned, rejected. And this is important and also really liberating because the bigger I have let the lead her brand grow, it's because of my own healing with my own fear of being fully expressed. Mm. And that's the power I think that we have in this world is like what if everything was an extension of our expression right and this kind of started at the trevor hall concert <laughs> we'll bring it back to that moment and kind of like weave into where i've come today with my brand and expression but at the trevor hall concert when was this um i think it was like april 30th like yeah. late April late April so not too long ago it's October right now yeah okay so bring bringing us back this actually was a moment Melissa and I had reconnected so we have been kind of on pause in our relationship and nurturing that and I 
remember almost being like, do I want to go? Like, do I feel safe? Do I feel safe here to be who I am? And I'm so glad I listened to the truth that was, yes, like you get to be you here and you get to have honest conversations to clean things up. And I'll never forget, even before going to the concert, right when I walked through the door, Melissa grabs me, pulls me aside and is like, hey, basically like, I want to clean up my side of the street. And to me, it was like, I felt this sense of like, okay, we are safe here. And that meant so much to me because I think too in friendships, we can avoid conversations or like kind of forget what's yours and what's mine and like how to navigate that properly is really hard. And I think we're a really great example of that. But that's what kind of, for me, had me stepping into that experience, like ready to play, like ready to be me, all of me. And maybe you can take it from here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I actually forgot about that. I didn't remember that that's how it happened. But yeah, we we definitely had some things to like clear up and almost like miscommunications or misperceptions about like how we were feeling about each other and, and things like that. That's not even really that important to share in this conversation, but, um, but yeah, I just felt Brittany like soften when I, when I took the lead (laughs) to, to have a conversation with her, because like, for me, my, one of my values in relationships is honesty and vulnerability. And Mm -hmm. like, that's that in that space of honesty and vulnerability, sharing from your heart is what breeds authentic connection. And that's ultimately what I desire is authentic connection. Mm -hmm. And so I just felt Brittany soften when we both shared some things that we needed to say. And I felt, I felt so, I felt like a layer of you just kind of like melted away this like protective layer of like, Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Like unsure. Um, I don't want to say unconfident, but just like this, am I safe here? Yeah. And so I, I've created that space for you to be like, no, I've got you. Like, yes, it's going to be like, we're going to be good. And I'm so excited that you're here and I want you here and I love you. And so from there, we had the best time ever. I mean, like, I feel like when you're safe, you can really play. Yes. Like you can really feel free to just be in your authentic expression. And so mm-hmm. I don't know what necessarily it was, but like the energy of yes. that entire night was so magical and healing yes. for everyone on so many different levels. And I just remember like personally feeling so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like it was the first time in my life that I felt this new level of power that I've never felt before. I, mm-hmm. I had done a lot of sexual shame healing yeah. and like really claiming the gifts of my heart. Like my heart is so powerful. And I was the, the months leading up to that concert at Red Rocks, I had been going through it. Like I had been in a dark night of the soul and just like really like shedding all of these layers and healing so much trauma and like owning my worth, owning my power, owning my sensuality, my femininity, Mm -hmm. 
my heart's like radiance and my expression. Yes. And so I felt like I was like this pillar of light in yes. that night where I was like, just my heart was just like bursted open. And I was just like genuinely in love with everything and everyone. It, it was this layer of, I mean, level of confidence that I had never experienced before. Like, mm. it's this kind of confidence where you're like, I am so sure in who I am that I am untouchable. I'm unfuckwithable. Nothing can shake me. I love myself. And because I love myself, I love you. And I love you. And I love you. And like, I don't know, it was magical. <laughs> and so I know you felt that, Brittany, because you've like reflected that to me. And then like being able to like, it was you, me, and Tori who yes. were like kind of the trio of that night where we all were like, I was wearing this outfit that felt so aligned for me. And then Tori was wearing her authentic expression in this one outfit. And then Brittany was like in like this leather. dark leather, yeah. like edgy, sultry outfit. Yes. And it was like such a beautiful reflection of her. And if you want to speak on that, go for it. Cause I feel like that's a really important part of this story. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Love that. Um, one, you know, I think when you're speaking about your expression too, I remember you saying that like that you have done the work and this was your moment to go live it, like to go be the embodiment of it and like let your expression move through you. Like let the love and all the work you've done be like a portal. And so I think that that is really important for anybody who's like, knee deep in the work is like there's a point where we the work is really in ourselves and then there's a point where like we go out and like express our work through ourselves into the world and that's what I experienced from you and then for me I was like I was in this place like y'all like this is Trevor Hall concert like no no place is leather a thing <laughs> and but like my body was like but you, this is you in your next expansion so for me I don't necessarily anymore look at like what feels good it's like what feels good right now what is the expression of me right now but also what is the next version of me like who does who is she and does she want to come out to play and I kind of play in this energy of like who am I becoming mm -hmm. and am I ready to like step into that energy and let it unfold and for me, I mean, the outfit is such a good representation, I think, for all of us because I know my intention in when we set our intentions, what a concept we did, remember? Mm -hmm. um, the three of us, mine oh, was... Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we set our intentions. When I set the intention to let whatever wanted to come through and be expressed to be expressed and to come through, what I really was doing was giving myself permission to just be me. And to step into a new version of me that I was ready for and waiting for. And I remember being in the outfit and seeing everybody's outfits. And we do this. And I was like, oh, man, I knew I shouldn't have worn leather. I knew, like, you know, so-and-so's outfit looks so good and perfect. And my intention was to sit with, no, like, what if you just were so solid in your own expression that none of that mattered. And I think there was a point in the concert where all three of us were in this little like triangle 
And I looked around and I was like, wow, like Tori with her like big furry, what do we call it? Like a duck jacket. Her, like Her little chick. Her chick. <laughs> her she, chick outfit. Yes. She had a chick sweater. Yes. Or no, a jacket, like yes. a fluffy jacket. Big fluffy jacket, like big, bold, bright colors. So her with her big fluffy jacket, her high boots, you in like those hot bell bottoms with like your hair like flaring around like I and and what was so incredible is it wasn't even our outfits it was like the embodiment of who we were and the outfits being an, an expression of that an extension of that and it was this moment for me where I was like oh my gosh that's that's what branding is all about like how do we how do we become the extension of of our brand, of our work, by being so expressed in our essence that it has no other choice but to radiate in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. It was like a how to marry. Like, remember, we? I, I was like, oh my gosh, this epiphany. And it was in the middle of like a grand finale with all the drums. And we were like, that's it. The clarity was so clear. It was so clear. Yeah, it yeah. was so clear. It was so beautiful. I remember like witnessing you in that epiphany and it was it was truly like I feel like a pivoting moment for you in your life well and here that's the interesting thing about anybody who is on on their own path and creating their own thing is is most of the time it is a mirror to your own level of expansion to your own healing like it, it will reflect parts of, of you and your healing and what needs to happen in order for you to fully step into that work for others. And I think that was really eye-opening for me because at the time it was this aha, this epiphany. But what I didn't realize is I had some stuff to clean up on my side of the street to really truly embody my fullest expression first before I walk that path in my brand and before I teach others what parts of me are still hiding. There was a lot of parts of my relationship that I wasn't speaking up around. I was really fearful of asking for what I desired because what if I get left? What if my needs don't get met, right? Like expression comes in so many forms, but then this is where leadership ties back in because if you are so committed to who you are fully, how do you lead yourself there? And how do you lead the spaces, the relationships and the containers to, to support who you're becoming in your fullest expression? Mm-hmm. And so it mirrored in, in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different relationships. And ultimately, I think, you know, going to that bachelorette and then going on my big trip to Maui, this idea of like, who am I when I'm not holding back? Who am I when I let myself look sexy and like twerk on the ground and like get the attention that not that I need, but because I'm so embodied in my expression that I become a model of possibility for others. And that's, I think, when um, when you really step into both your leadership and your expression. Mm, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Like you giving yourself permission to be your authentic expression yeah. gives others around you to do the same. Yeah. And that's like the juice. That's the magic. And you can't, you can't be that for others if you're not fully 
loving and accepting of yourself and owning those parts of you that you're afraid to share. Like what you were just speaking about of hiding. Yeah. Like there were parts of you that you were hiding from and didn't necessarily want to look at or keeping inside of you and not sharing with others, whether that be like in the way that you dress or like with your partner. And I feel like when you can take an honest look at those parts and address the shame. Like yes. that's the work that I was doing all of this past year is like shame work. Cause shame cannot live hidden. Yeah. I mean, sorry, exposed Yes. in the light. Ooh. Shame has to stay hidden. Shame stays, stays powerful over you right. when you don't share it with anyone, when you don't speak it, when you're, cause you're like, if anyone finds out about this, Oh my God, that's the worst thing ever. And so by you, by you transmuting that and bringing those parts to the light and like not hiding anymore and fully owning yourself first. Mm. Oh my God. It's been so beautiful to witness you over the past, whatever, however long it's been since those moments. Yes. I mean, thank you for sharing even like this perspective too around shame. I think we all have these stories um, that stop us from living into our leadership, our self-expression, our fullest, most vibrant self. And I know for me, like one of the hardest parts about being big has been always being in rooms that have wanted me to stay small because of, you know, fears and projections of those around me. And for so long, I just wanted people to feel like okay around me that I would suppress these parts of me that I think would make others feel small. And what's so healing about our journey and these memories from Trevor Hall and The Bachelorette and what I've been stepping into is what does it look like when we get into friendships and spaces and circles and communities where you're all of you is not only welcomed, but because you're being all of you, you can feel this sense of like, like for me in your space, it's like, if I twerk, like there might be some people that are like, "Mm, like, please (laughs) stop that. But like in these circles, like people like you are like, yes, queen, like, oh yes. Like, and then you go and do a move that like, you know, is a little bit edgier. And I think when we are embodied in ourselves and allowing ourselves to step out of the shame and the things that suppress us and the people that have kind of like pushed us down over the years, when we step out of that stuff for ourselves, we truly give that permission for others. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing more electrifying than that Mm -hmm. in a space. Oh my gosh. Ah, I love it so much. Yeah. 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 And like, I love what you were saying about how, like in the beginning when we were talking about how there's this like desire to belong yeah, and we feel like this desire to belong and to feel accepted, yeah. but it's like, you'll never know if you're going to be accepted and belong unless you're truly yourself. Because if you're showing up dimming parts of you, then you're showing up inauthentically. Like you're not showing up in your fullest expression. And then the other people in the group or the people that are receiving you 
only see this one side of you that's like, I have chills. Like, that's not authentic connection. Mm -hmm. And so if you're struggling with this, like, you can ask yourself, how can I cultivate, how can I step into spaces or even create spaces where I feel safe to be my fullest self? And that's what I personally did for Mm -hmm. so long was like, I would see a friend group and I would be like, okay, how can I fit into that group? And so I would feel unworthy from the beginning. Like I'm not worthy of this group. I need to prove my worth to them. Mm -hmm. And then when I did that, I would hide parts of me or like almost self-censor 24 seven, like, oh my God, did I say the wrong thing? Do they still like me? Are they going to think I'm weird if I say this or Mm -hmm. all of these things? And then that when I was showing up with that level of like censor, self-censored, like limited self-expression, that's all they were able to receive from yes. me. And it was like, an, a, there was a disconnect. Yes. And, and then instead, like the work that I've been doing with healing friendships and relationships and building community is like, actually, I'm going to create the space where everyone gets to be safe. Everyone gets to be seen in their fullest expression. And in fact, it's celebrated and encouraged. And I want you to be all of you. I don't want you to hide any part of you because there's nothing to hide because I love you. Mm. Like it's unconditional. And so I feel like that's what I created, what we've been creating together with like the Trevor Hall thing, the bachelorette party, like Mm -hmm. we're going to be hosting retreats. Yes. At least me and Brittley are. I yes. hope you'll join yes. us too. But like yes. all of the things that we're going to create in the future, whether that's like business things or friend things. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just what it reminds me of. I love that. It's so good. Because, I mean, when that's the foundation, like the sky is not even the limit, you know? And I think you touched on such a beautiful piece that's really important and I don't know if I've told you, but I used to be a relationship coach. I think mm-hmm. when, when, even when we first met, but, um, it's crazy how relationships and like our wounds through friendships, parents, all of that play into our level of, of leadership, our self leadership, our self expression, and what we are showing the world or hiding from the world. And I, I truly believe that when we realize that the only way we'll actually be accepted and connected for who we are is when we don't sacrifice our self-expression for that, that's when the game changes everywhere, Mm -hmm. in the business, in the friendships, in the partnership. And that's hard work. Yeah. But like how liberating, right? Like to create. And just by you being a model of possibility of leading your friendships and setting those intentions like look at look at the space you've created for us all and look at the role that we all get to play within that when you stop sacrificing your self-expression you're saying that's that's like the what the most important thing is and something else that I want to touch on which is something that I love like this is work that I absolutely love is what even is your self-expression? Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know yourself, if you don't know who you are, you can't express yourself fully. Ooh. And so, like, that's, I feel like, what a lot of women 
are struggling with is like, who even am I Mm -hmm. without all of these like labels and titles and like boxes that they need to fit into? Like, who are you when you are completely uninhibited and powerful and it can change from one moment to the next? Okay, that's good. And that's something to sit with because I remember we were sitting at local Jones enjoying a nice dinner, Melissa and I, and she said something about like, we were kind of saying like, who am I in my essence? So sometimes like grab a friend, like if you don't know where to start, grab someone that you know really sees you Mm -hmm. and sees a lot of parts of you that maybe you don't show everyone and have the vulnerable questions or conversations and ask them, like, how do you see me? Like, what is my essence? And I, we legit asked each other, like, I kind of wanted to know. I was like, all right, well, like, I don't know if I fully see myself. I don't know if I'm embodying this, the, the, the light that you're reflecting back. So what is it? Like, who am I in my fullest essence? I think I asked you that. So practice that with a friend who really sees you. And I remember the the answer back, um, you had mentioned something about my essence is ever evolving. Like, it's like, you almost can't pin, pin me down. It's like, Ooh, like who is she? What is she like? And I think with expression too, even if you don't know what it is, trust that if you're living into who you are, it will always be changing and evolving. And you might not be able to pin it down or put it into a box or identify it or find what outfit matches that. But that's the beauty of, of expression. Like it could, it could be all things, everything and nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. It's so powerful to be able to reflect Mm -hmm. like who, how we see each other. Cause like you, you, I feel like you just see me. Like I said, you just see me so clearly and this is another like tangent to that, but also on my bachelorette party, um, we did this. Ex- Wait, we still have to, <laughs> we still need a turn. I, I am holding that in my pocket, but go on. Um, yeah, I, I had everyone go around in a circle and just like fan each other's flames. So like, okay, let's focus on Brittany. Who do, who, how do we see Brittany in her fullest essence and expression? And like speaking that out loud and looking at her in the eyes and telling her like, this is how I see you. It's so beautiful and so powerful because like it will unlock something inside of you when you're in that receiving. Yes. Well, well, a it'll bring up all your receiving shit shadows of Definitely. like how you <laughs> are can't you, receive. Are, are you deflecting? Yeah. Are you looking down? Are you giggling? Like it all mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Yeah, and then also like those that true like essence of who you are when it is seen, I feel like is able to feel, I mean, just like being seen is a human need. Yes. We all want to be seen. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be understood. And when you're hustling for that by like trying to make the money, trying to get your Instagram followers, trying to do it through all of these like manipulative ways of like, how can I be seen, loved and accepted versus directly like, being able to receive that from a friend who like truly sees you. It's so healing and so powerful. Yes. Um, and then what I was going to say too, is like your, your essence, like at the same time, no one can tell you who you really are at the end of the day, you know, who you are, Right. you know, 
you know yourself and the journey of self-discovery is in the experiences that you have. Mm. Like you can learn more about yourself by like letting, like being open to what life, whatever life is presenting to you at this moment. Yeah. Whether that's something really difficult that you're struggling with, or if you go to a Trevor Hall concert at Red Rocks, like you're going to discover all these, all, all the, all the faces of you, all the multidimensional aspects of you. And at the same time, you already know who you are. Yes. That's good. (laughs) I know it's really deep. (laughs) That's good. That's deep. That's how we roll people. (laughs) But like, and that's so, that's so fascinating because we, it's this reminder that we're only mirrors for each other. And like, we are only here to help walk each other back home. And so instead of these friendships or communities that are steering you this way to be more like them or to fit in, what if we created communities that were only here to reflect the mirror back to you, like back to yourself, and then you go reflect and experience and move and and learn. And I actually have a question for you that I think might help some people, including me, (laughs) is like... (laughs) So if you are learning who you are through your experiences, like how do you, can you, can you even just give an example actually? Cause I think it's, I want to like tangibly understand what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like what you were saying of when we were at Red Rocks and I was saying how I know who I am and now I get to express myself Mm -hmm. and embody this self. And the more embodied and expressed you become, the more that like anchors that into your being. Mm -hmm. And so it's like we can feel, we can, we can feel who we are, but like that's the point of life is, is living it. Ooh. and expressing it Ooh. and and like being like interacting with it like having a relationship with life and then from there you can understand and i feel like honestly a lot of this work is interacting with life and life reveals all of your triggers and shadows and shit so that you can even more deeply like go within and understand who you really are Ugh beyond all of the traumas and the shadows and stuff, because like the shadows do not define you. You know who you are and you, how you respond to those shadows is how you discover who you are and like mm-hmm. attaining the gifts from that and like receiving the gifts from the shadow work. Girl, <laughs> I, I hear you. I mean, if you guys are still with us, I will do a little recap here. <laughs> So also to help people feel seen, a really good, easy tool is just to reflect back. Um, And so I'm going to do that here, not for Melissa, but even to just like anchor this in from what I understand, because this was really good, like mic drop to you. So really, it's almost like life, you embody it, you play around with who you are, and then life will give you a lesson, an experience that brings up the parts of you that are holding you back from being who you are. Maybe it's the lack and scarcity. Maybe it's when you were 15, um, this girl told you you looked 
like a slut when you wore high heels like whatever it is it's like when you go to step into your expression or your truth when you lead yourself to that point what then comes up that uncovers the pieces that are kind of holding you back the traumas the triggers and then how do you lead yourself in that exactly done done (laughs) like wrapped in a bow leadership Mm self-leadership expression and and what I love about what you said is how do we how do we see who we are and learn who we are through our experiences? Because you're not going to get triggered if you don't go out and experience. It's the same with relationships. Like you can love yourself all day, but what happens when you get into a relationship that triggers your deepest self-abandonment wound? Like we have to live in order to unravel. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it can be so scary, especially if we have, I mean, we're getting into trauma here, but especially if there's a lot of traumatic experiences that you've had in the past, like I'll say it again and again with friendships, I've had dozens of traumatic friendships Mm -hmm. that have been terrible, like so deeply painful to the point where I stopped, like I I was so hurt and I, my heart felt so broken and so betrayed that I was like, I would rather never experience that again mm-hmm. and just be lonely. Yeah. And I, I, I kept people at arm's length for mm, three to four years yeah. of my life up until this past couple of years yeah. where I finally felt ready. And like, it's really important to say to like, do the inner work. Yes, live your life, mm-hmm. but like take the time that you need to feel safe. Yeah. And and you know, I'm like living proof now that I'm like so grateful that I can actually create friendships. Mm. Safe, loving, healing, wonderful friendships that I I never I never could have imagined. I mean, I did imagine. I honestly did a lot of manifestation work yeah, to call in these friendships, which is so beautiful. But That's so good because it goes all the way back to what you said in the beginning when we talked about the bachelorette party. Like, how do you lead yourself first through the inner work that needs to be done to clean up the things so that you can be a match for your desire and not even just a match, but congruent to it? So we all want what we desire, but are we congruent to that desire? Are we a match for the type of woman that we want to call in? So you did that work. You went out into the world once you integrated and really sat in the depths of that. And then you led both yourself and these spaces. Like these women were like, now you set the tone for what you desire and people either become a match to that and are a match to that or they're not. And now it's no longer about I'm not accepted, I'm not good enough, whatever we internalize. It's, oh, that's just not congruent to who we truly are and and who we want to become. And that is a game changer, whether you are a business owner with client or just a woman living her life. Like, how do we get so clear on what we desire, do the work that's in the way of being a match for that desire, and then go out into the world 
and see who's a match and be very clear around who's not without any harm or judgment or shame on either end. It's like, it's not about you. Exactly. <laughs> it's not about me. It's not about you. It's just, oh, okay, that's not congruent. And that's, I think, maybe where some friendship trauma can come from is when we make meaning out of the pain that um, that we have felt. Like, we made it mean something about us. I know for me. 100%. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people will, like, drop into that victim mentality of something's wrong with me or like I'm not enough yes and yeah that's just it's not a fun place to be no because that's that's the core wound like that's that's what we were like we believed even as children if our parents like we have internalized or taken things on and we'll be really vulnerable and honest with you guys like even when Melissa and I kind of had our split, so we call it, or maybe just like moment of pause, like I would say a pause, a yeah. pause, and it was so natural too. Yes. I feel like it was, and it was actually very natural. Like I think both of us actually, I had admitted to Melissa at the concert, like I was really afraid to open my heart again because I had communities where I felt so close to, and then I left. Like I had to move to a different state and I didn't want to feel that sadness again of like rebuilding and then losing it. And so I think we both like had our own stuff that we were naturally cleaning up. But when we came back together, I remember telling Melissa, like, I know this is just a story, but like, is it me? Like, what is it about me? Like, remember I like thought it was like, oh, maybe because I talk about Eric too much. Like, Aww. it's like the stories we make up in our heads that like justify, mm-hmm. you know, what actually is just has nothing to do with us sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And I said, I was like, I actually was not in a space for friendship at all. Even <laughs> in fact, my partner at the time was like, I just want my fiance back because I was in two programs getting certified in something and then doing like a business program. And my life was literally just like, I had no space for friendship in like the season of my life. And then when we're able to clear that, we're just like, oh, Oh. okay. Oh, like it had nothing to do with you. Yeah. And there were other like projections and things that were going on as well too, that that had a role in it. But at the same time, like even if I was available for this space, of friendship like it wouldn't have been a match like I always say this with Derek too it's so funny our partners are Derek and Eric and they're meeting tomorrow for the first time I know we're so excited (laughs) um but like even when I was calling in Derek seven years ago I was like deeply desiring a relationship like I was desiring my soulmate I always say this to Derek when I was calling him in, like the years leading up to that, I so deeply desired to have, to meet my soulmate, but I wasn't ready. Mm. If I had met him back in 2015, he would not be attracted to me. I don't think Mm. at all because I was going through all my shit and like cleaning it up. And I feel like there's just this lesson of divine timing you know, yes. and like, you know, when you're ready, but also pay, being patient with 
knowing that the people that are meant to come into your life will come into your life. Mm -hmm. And like all your job is, is to be in integrity with yourself and like do your own work, clean up your side of the street, you know, desire what it is and who it is that you desire and trust. Yes. Cause they're, they're going to come. Right. There's a lot of people I feel like out there who are desiring relationships and friendships. So that's why Mm. I wanted to say that. Ooh, and I love that because I feel like that just puts so much um, pressure off of people and like goes back into just trusting that it, it will come and like we don't need to clean and like um, grasp for what we desire. And this even goes back to the self-expression and leadership. Like how are we leading ourselves in those in the moments in between? Like Mm -hmm. becoming the match for what you desire and also holding yourself through the work that needs to be done or gets to be done in order to, to be there and, and releasing and detaching from expectations and timeline. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel, I mean, I feel like this is kind of a cliche thing to say, but you said it in a beautiful way earlier, like an eloquent way of like, it's not about the results. It's not about necessarily like getting the thing that you want. It's who you are becoming along the way and mm-hmm. the journey, like that, yes. the, the journey, like if you're just bypassing the journey and you're like, Oh, I just want it now. And this sucks. And I'm so lonely or I don't like, I don't have the thing that I want, then you're, it's going to take even longer. How oh, can yes. you enjoy where you're at right now mm. is the key. Yes, I love that. It's um, It was be so turned on by the way that you lead yourself that nothing else matters. It's like when we are so in love with like the way that we lead ourselves, no matter what, through all of the things. Look, in business, like there are moments where things don't work according to plans or our expectations. There are clinging to those results all of the time, same in friendships. But if you're so in love with the way that you lead yourself, and like for me, my biggest goal now has not become where am I going and what results do I need? It's more about the the woman that I become and how I lead myself even when I'm not there yet. Yes. Because that's the magic. Like that's, we want that feeling. Yes. We don't really need the result that we think we need to have that feeling. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cause like when you have the result and you're still not satisfied, it's because you didn't do the work along the way to really enjoy yourself. Yeah. It's just like you were saying, circumstantial happiness, circumstantial mm-hmm. power. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Of like, I will be happy when this happens. Yes. And until then I'm not going to let myself be happy or I'll be six. I'll be powerful when I get the client, when I get the boyfriend, when I get the friendships. And that's just giving your power away. You're not going to become powerful through anything. You have to know that the power has always been within you. Mm. So I want to ask you some questions because this is an interview. Oh yeah. We've been talking, uh, we've been talking for a while. We've been talking for an hour, but rapid fire to wrap it up. If you could describe yourself your authentic expression in three words right now in the, in this time in your life, how would you describe yourself? 
Okay, in this season, um, bold, ever evolving, and sexy. Yes, <laughs> spicy, sexy. Spicy, like I love that. Like a little swank. <laughs> oh, that is so you, and yes. like to be in your essence. I feel that, and it's like, it's just truly so inspiring. I love it so yeah. much. I love all of those parts or the, those yes. expressions of you. Um, okay, what would you describe as like the season of your life that you're in right now? Oh my gosh, I just came out of um, one of the biggest, most like alive, express seasons um, where I was traveling everywhere. I was in Maui. Um, we're planning our wedding. And so right now I'm kind of coming out of that season and into um, a more like integration season where, again, we talked about this earlier. I, I have done the work. I've gone out. I've lived in it. I've played in it. I've played in this bolder expression. I put out a lot in my business and now I'm kind of ready to like anchor in and um, I don't know why, but like this idea of like, I've been out here with my energy, like very wide and I want to like move back in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And I feel like fall is such a perfect season for that. It's like, give me the leaves, a little tea. <laughs> like I heard this on your podcast. I was like, Ooh, light the candles. Like that's the season. And I mm. love being here in Colorado because oh, yeah. it always like the external world becomes a match too sometimes to our internal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, this is a more selfish question. What does it feel like when you are in the spotlight and you're twerking and you're in your fullest expression and you're like just completely in your present, in the present moment doing your thing? Ugh. Love that. And context, everyone. I, I've i been like twerking a little bit on stage here and there. Like this last women's event, they did like some twerking and I was like, get me on that stage. But in that moment, this was back in August, like there was a moment where like someone could go in the middle and like do their thing. And I stopped myself actually. Um, and you guys all know these, this feeling when like you want to do something and you want to like be seen, but then you kind of like hold back. And I never, I will never forget that moment getting off that stage and going into like, should have, could have, would have, why didn't I? And I flipped it and I said, there's going to be another opportunity for you to be on that stage. Like, don't even worry. And literally a few weeks later, <laughs> there was another woman's event that I went to and there was an opportunity to twerk on stage. And not only an opportunity, this was like a twerk contest with like some of the most avid twerkers I have ever seen. And in the moment of like saying yes to getting up there, it was so crazy because I had, I did not even think about it. There is, there is a video, maybe we'll tag it somewhere, and where my friend was like, it's wild how confident, like she's like, I just kept watching it because of how confident you were walking up there. Like I pulled up my leather pants. I like went in front of everybody and I just like dropped it like it was hot, like hot, like on the ground. For me, being in a room full of like, you know, when you can like feel the energy of others, like there was 
claps and cheers and like howls. Like I feel like this moment, like when I was on the ground, I was like, this is like the moments I live for. Like, and it was, it was my energy that I was bringing forth and the response and the frequency exchange in that moment that had me feeling like just complete freedom and liberated. Like it just felt um, like, wow, like I am born to be seen. <laughs> yes. I was literally just going to say you were born to shine. Yeah. Yes. You were born to shine. You were yes. born to be seen. And it is a gift because mm-hmm. I also rewatched that story on Instagram <laughs> over and over and over again because I was receiving your freedom codes. Ooh. I was receiving yes. you giving me permission to also be in my authentic expression and also to be like, wow, you need to like teach a twerking class or yes. something because <laughs> you're so good. And that, that leads me into my next question because a part of that theme was a part, of, a part of like the theme of that event that you went to was there was a scarf that you wore. Can oh. you tell us about the scarf? Because that activated something in me that I know so many women will love to hear. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> How can I share this story um, in like its simplest form? So I kind of have explained a little bit earlier that I have just come back from Maui So I've invested in a mastermind that I've been a part of for a year. And at this mastermind, we had our closing retreat in Maui. And what's so interesting is this whole entire year, and especially in my first retreat mastermind, I was really struggling with receiving, like receiving and being in the state of abundance. There was a lot of gripping, a lot of lack that I had been feeling throughout the year. And at this particular closing retreat in Maui, I set this intention to like really live into my expression. And there was a moment in this labyrinth where this code dropped in so clearly and powerfully. And it was wealth is expression. Like wealth is at the same frequency of your fullest expression. And if you continue to live into your expression, you will be a match for the highest frequency of wealth. Whatever wealth looks like, abundance, joy, ease, like flow, like it wasn't even money, it was like a frequency, like a feeling. Prosperity. Prosperity. And it's the, probably the feeling that you felt when you were watching the video. It's like that's, it's like the energy of prosperity. It's not, it's permission, it's liberation. It's like, how do we feel? when we're most prosperous. And what was so crazy about this scarf is that we had this um, this opportunity to go luxury shopping. I have never gone luxury shopping. If you have, like, you know that it is more than shopping, it is an experience. And I think we can judge luxury and like, it's like it can be very ex- external, but what does it look like when it's internal and it's more about becoming a match to the experience and I was in this very receptive state going because we got money literally $600 to spend on whatever we wanted in the store so we got $600 and they were like okay we're going luxury shopping pick your store and I wanted my experience to be about 
living in into the experience and the frequency of prosperity of expression and i wanted it to feel fun and freeing and like i wanted to walk in that store and be like mm, like i am here what do i desire and it was really easy to spend the money when it wasn't mine i picked out these sunglasses they were amazing and then what happened is i went into the next store it was louis vuitton and i was in the receptivity energy and I was playing in it and I was having fun and letting myself go there. And I put on this scarf and I was walking around like strutting it. And like, I wanted someone to take photos of me. Like I was literally just living in my expression and the scarf was an extension of that. And then my friend said, are you going to get it? And I said, well, no, like I, I already spent my money. And it was in that moment that I realized and how to work through these blocks of, I can receive when it's not me, when I'm not the one like dropping my own money, my own codes, my own betting on myself. And so I said no. And then I was asked, does this scarf represent who you're becoming? Like, do you feel your, like yourself? and like the woman you're becoming? And the answer was yes. And then all the blocks came up again. But what had me getting that scarf was knowing that like, instead of looking at, oh my gosh, like I can't have this, I stepped into the knowing, the playfulness and the frequency of desire and certainty that my fullest expression is wealth. And wealth is my fullest expression. And if I say yes to me and my fullest expression, I say yes to more wealth. And I made that money back times two in the next 24 hours because I put out an offer called Expression wearing that scarf. Oh my God, that is the most epic story. Wow, that yeah. is so incredible. I love yeah. that so, so, so much. Yeah. And you also saw that like I wore that that scarf at this event. I was actually a speaker at it. The twerking the contest twerking winner. The twerking contest yep. winner. I won $100 <laughs> wearing this scarf. Again, not because of like necessarily the way I was twerking, but because I let myself get up there and shine in my expression. Oh my God. So now it's my money scarf and my expression scarf. So like if someone wants to get one for yourself, it will anchor you in. <laughs> I love that so much. And... I want to get a scarf. Yes. Like, you should sell scarves. I, I was thinking it when you said, I need, everyone needs a money scarf. I was like, wow, Lead Her brand has now expanded. Yeah. Like, and like creating like different colors and prints and yes. like people get to choose. And you're in like whatever expression, like mine would obviously be pink. Ooh. And also the scarf that she wore was on her head. So yes. it was like, um, how like would you a, describe like it? Like, kind of like a bandana. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like swag. Like, if I kind of, Think about the woman I'm stepping into. Like, she might not wear, like, the dress on stage. She might wear, like, the scarf, the bandana, like, the edgy leather pants. Yes. And, you know, and so, the heels. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> wow. That is just, like, I, I want to, like, meditate and journal and, and do that for myself. And I feel like that could be a practice mm. and something that if you're, if you're wanting to 
feel more prosperous and like claim prosperity because prosperity doesn't like we just talked about prosperity doesn't come from anything outside of you it's a feeling that you embody it's a feeling that you can create and tap into and so like having something to symbolize that feeling like a scarf and like going out and 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 being able to like you said bet on yourself yes bet on yourself you don't have to go out and buy like a thousand dollar scarf or anything like that but maybe there's like something that can sim that you can bring into your life that is a symbol of Mm. this prosperity that you're claiming within yourself Ooh, yes and like whatever that means for you like Mm -hmm. whatever the free like don't focus on what prosperity means focus on the frequency and the feeling of what prosperity is in your body and for me, it's freedom, it's expression. Maybe for you, it's it's ease, it's um, confidence. Like, And then go find an article of clothing or something that you can wear that will, that will help you calibrate to the frequency. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and it can be something that you already own. Totally. It doesn't have yeah, to be. Yeah, we don't need anything new. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So fun. I feel like that wraps it all up in a bow. Let's wrap that up in a scarf bandana. Like that. Put it on your head and twerk. Yeah. Put it on your head, twerk it out, win some money. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I am so, so grateful for you, Britt, and this conversation. We always have such beautiful, epic conversations, and I know that people are going to love this. So, where can we find you if there are leaders out there who want to binge your content and potentially, you know, join your world? How can they find you? Yeah. So, um, can you do like links on here? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll just do Instagram. Um, Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y period Barcelos. We'll link it, um, with Melissa. That's really where I live, where I have really been practicing, my own expression through my content. So even if you just want to like drop into those codes, go follow me there. I've got um, the Lead Her Mastermind for the women specifically who like this round is going to be all about brand, like our, our expression through our work. Like how do we live into who we are and these flavors of us and bring it into our empires, our legacies. Um, So that's going to be really fun and then lastly stay tuned because we haven't like quite talked about it but if you're in Colorado and even if you're not if you're craving more in-person experiences and the right type of containers where you can show up and twerk and be celebrated or or sit there and cry and also be celebrated we have some in-person experiences coming at you hot oh we do (laughs) I'm so excited Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for you guys to hear everything that we're going to create for you. So, and even if you don't live in Colorado, exactly. Are you talking about the retreat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) I'm like, I don't, I think so. Yes. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Because we've also talked about doing other things together too. But yeah, even if you don't live in Colorado, like it is worth getting in the room for sure. Like, I tell you right now, these types of rooms will change your life will expand you into who you're meant to be. And we have literally just shown how we've walked through it so that we can cultivate spaces for you. Mm-hmm. It's so important to both of us. So important. Yeah. All right, my loves, I will talk to you soon. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and 
I love you so much. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, go over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that you never miss a new episode. You are so worthy. I love you so much. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Worthy Woman Podcast.